it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Are you rolling, bro? Check it out, bro. I think Bra is bra. rolling. We're off oh, the bra. screen. We're on the router. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, let's do it. Well, thank you to Frataloni's Ace Hardware Store. It's my hardware store. You ever been to a frat? All the time. That's what you have. My to son do. was his first job employed there. They oh, employ love families. Plus, you know what they have? They have good hardware. You yeah, know what hardware do. is? Nuts and bolts, washers. Yeah. That's the essence of a hardware store. At my store, you uh, you have to go in the basement to get it. No. I know right where it is at my frat alone yeah. is at Grand and Dale. They bring you this uh, Garage Logic podcast number 27. This is October 18th, 2018. The record low on this date was 18 degrees in 1972. But back in 1950, as the uh, as those baby boomers, those little tiny baby boomers were heading into Halloween, on this day it was 87 degrees. And now, from the mayor's office, above the boathouse, on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Rookie on Production. Chris Reavers, Director of Social Media, John Hyde in the Newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your Flashlight King, Fireworks Commissioner, and Keeper of Common Sense, your Mayor, Joe Souchere. You know, when he says occasionally from the uh, Kenny from uh, Kenny is occasionally on from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Yeah. He's not kidding, is he? No. What the, the, show, the show week? cannot continue till something happens. Should we go up to the farm and get him? No. The show cannot continue right now until some development oh, takes place. Oh, I forgot about Wearing that. a hat indoors. What, what about Reaver? Uh, no, it's my Doc Ford's hat. Mine's He's off. Not. I All took right. mine off. All right. I, well, you, you were mentioning Kenny. Are you going to get to, were you going to get to something with him? Yeah, we're going to go up and kidnap him. Well, no, he had a breaking news tweet. What? I didn't know that. Oh, no. Bad news? <laughs> I think Kenny is the kind of guy, you know, God love him. Yeah. When he's got a little bit of, when he's got too much time on his hands. Well, he loves these six-day we weekends. Him. Yeah. But he just tweeted out the following mm-hmm. press release. Mm-hmm. Ken mm-hmm. Olson has ended his 45-year relationship with Fleet Farm. There will be no further comment or media availability. Really? I, I don't know what happened. Well, he I must... wish he wouldn't have done that because I can well imagine the man's mall coming on board here. That's Hell well. Yeah. That's and I mean, God, God, we we love Fratelloni's for obviously being being a part of this show. And Moller and My yeah. Pillow. Fleet Farm and... has sponsored the show in, in the past. But well, he... unlike Kenny, I continue to like Fleet Farm. Yeah, you know what this means? He just won't get the endorsement. We are available. <laughs> I'll tell you what this How means. How can you not like Fleet Farm? Have you noticed the activity in Garage Logic today? Yes. It's bustling. I mean, well, Height, Height right now is taking out his pontoon boat from Spoon Lake. So he won't be. Yeah, he said he's not coming in. So we decided we're gonna we're gonna take tomorrow off without a podcast because we have to get we have to get our docks in, maybe take a last spin oh, around Spoon Lake. Man. Huh? Yes. Maybe get to the next hardware and lounge for a cold one about it's, four o'clock. It's always a bittersweet day, isn't it? It really it's is. The la- the last I mean it's gonna you guys be think gorgeous. This is it, huh? Especially when you get to my age. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're pulling in that dock one more time. But you huh? think this is it. You think this is 
I mean, I know you're it's not going to risk be. it with the dock, but we're at the tail end of October. It's got to be. And I've uh, got everybody in town wants to lay up their cars for the winter. They're special cars. Yep. You know, they're collector cars. And we decided, now today might have been the wise choice to do it. Tomorrow's supposed to be very windy, but I don't think bitterly cold. No. In garage lounge. No, I think this is a good trade off. These two days are, couldn't happen to a better time for uh, MEA for all these kids being off of school. Yeah, well, you know what I think about that. So. <laughs> Yeah. Don't get me started. I won't. I really am not going to get you started. Don't even get me not started. Not even going to get you started. Okay, so height uh, today, he said, the hell with you guys. I'm right. taking my boat out Peace today. Out. How does this work? How come I don't have this Kenny's option? Kenny's up in the... Kenny's... Uh, Kenny. Kenny, careful. Not, not, yep. not cunning. Not cunning. This He's is cunning. cunning. Kenny's up at the farm doing whatever farmers have to do. Yeah, uh, grilling these, their underwear. In these last uh, wonderful warm days. Of I got to dig a hole. Yeah, I got to dig a hole. What a weenie. <laughs> and shoot something. And... Uh, so we'll do our chores tomorrow. I've got cars to lay up, a dock to bring in, one last spin around the uh, the lake and the boat, and that they'll uh, put that on the trailer, get that indoors, winterize it, uh, lay in the patio furniture. You got to get the outdoor stuff in. You know what's amazing at this time of year? What the stuff I find that got played with all summer by <laughs> by we one. Oh yeah, <laughs> yes. Oh look at there. there's four golf balls under that tree. <laughs> Do you find stuff scattered throughout the garage, or do you monitor the garage throughout the course of the year? The garage is fairly well monitored. That's what I thought. Although that's beginning to, I'm, I'm beginning to be encroached upon by youngsters who uh, <laughs> take great liberties with. Of course. With There's at least two bicycles in there. I have no idea who they belong to. Who's and yet, well, if they're I mean, registered. Little, little bikes. Little yeah, bikes. If you can check and see whose they are. I never thought I would get this. <laughs> I'm going to go to Moeller tomorrow, too. I'm going to make room for that. I'm a watch guy. I know you are. I love, I have, I have some good watches. I'm very fortunate. And, and they've both been acquired at Moeller. And when I'm in a different town, this is no BS. And if I walk, I'm not going to seek it out. But if I walk by a jewelry store, I check out the watches. And I'm not kidding. Nothing is compared yet to what I find at Moeller. They are known for their watches. And I'm talking great brands like, uh, Oh, I don't know. Rolex, Tudor, Tag Heuer, Swiss Army, Shinola, Raymond Wild. See, when I bought my last watch there, I bought a nice, simple RF Moeller watch. It was a brand watch. Yeah. And it, I still have it today. The only thing I do is change the battery when it goes out. Well, October is watch month at uh, all three RF Moeller jeweler locations. And you go in there and tell them you're a podcast listener. Mm-hmm. And you get $250 off uh, any watch priced at $500 or more. Uh, R.F. Moeller uh, supports the podcast. You support them, please. And then next week, mark your calendars, October 25, next Thursday through Saturday, is the annual watch show, and that's at the Highland Park store only, Ford and Cleveland. Yep. That's the flagship. They'll be centralizing all of their inventory at the Highland Park store, and there's a, an additional bonus at that time for GL podcast listeners, 100 bucks off any Rolex uh, overhaul. Uh, R.F. Moeller Jeweler, Ford and Cleveland in St. Paul, 50th in France and Edina, Gavaday Common in Minneapolis. Tell them you're a podcast listener and you're going to get a bargain. Wait a minute. Have we determined whether or not we get that $250 thing off as a staff member? We probably don't, do we? I know the guy. We'll, we'll take care of We'll talk? Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, well, I'm going tomorrow to see. So. I'd hurry in uh, for best selection. He is the official jeweler of Garage Logic. Uh, yes. It has been for some time. I'm trying to think what else I have to do tomorrow. Okay, you got cars, boats, docks, furniture. Oh, you gotta you gotta uh, unfurl those patio umbrellas so they dry out thoroughly. Yes, because you want to put them away dry. Yeah, otherwise you're gonna get moldy. Yeah, you you don't want to put a wet. Plus, with the away. with the wind tomorrow, mm-hmm. that's the perfect way for them to dry out. 
We haven't had any rain for a couple of days. Mm-hmm. Oh, hoses. I got to drain hoses. Man, that's a uh, busy day. It is fun. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> well, you can always make time. Sure. And that uh, that ring, my fire pit that I made several years I, ago. I, I, don't get me going on that. I think it's rude for know, people in an urban environment to have a fire. I just think it's discourteous. We do disagree there. I know. I know. Because it's, uh, I love nothing well, more. Well, you'd have to show me you have written permission from every neighbor you uh, have. But it's a gathering spot, isn't it, for your neighbors? Well, Terry and Squeak next door, they uh, Terry they, and Squeak. Yeah, they have their own uh, fire, you know. So it's people in the in the neighborhood. You know, if a guy named accepted. Squeak went down to uh, the Panhandle, I wouldn't trust the place Squeak builds to survive a hurricane. Just the name Squeak. That's I, I don't <laughs> know. Great, he's not for all I know, it. he's got the great knack. For he's all a, I he's know. A, yeah, he's uh, I don't know. He's got the yeah. He's a pretty good knack guy. Mm-hmm. He's got a neat garage, and uh, he's he he holds his own. Mm-hmm. Now, because for me, we have neighbors, all of our backyards butt up against each other. Yeah. And we have neighbors that have the fire pit, and they use it routinely. Like, it's a Saturday night kind of a thing. I, as an asthma sufferer, I don't care because I love the smell. Uh, do you like it when it gets in your house? Well, I, I just shut the windows then. You can yeah, you see. Know, it, I love it. Do I, I want to shut my windows on a warm evening? Oh, I know. But you know, it's I, not, I, I I hate to sound euphorian here, and I probably really do. I probably it does sound do. a little bit euphorian. We got, I mean, not like he's got a backyard full of chickens running around. No, but here's another problem. What 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 Actually. what what gets encountered uh, more often than not is, well, here you're the fire experts because I don't do it. Yeah, tell me this: Does the fire uh, depend on the quality of the wood? In other words, the better wood you burn, the less likely you are to be irritated by the smoke. Uh, I would say overall, no, but it can depend on what you're burning. I mean, if you burn some junk wood, you're going to get junk smoke. Uh, here's the here's the, the greatest thing you can do to have a fire is to go to Fratelloni's or go to wherever, uh, your hardware no, store. No, just Fratelloni's. Fratelloni's yeah. and get that. Um, it's a piece of wood where they hollow it out. It's It's its, its own fire starter. That thing burns like the, the like a it's a brick. It, it's a big brick of wood. Yeah, and there's a handle on it, and all you have to do is start the fire in the middle, and it burns. Those things burn wonderfully, and you don't have to keep adding logs. Mm-hmm. It's the coolest thing. Does it smell okay though? Yeah, it's normal. It's it's made by somebody here in Minnesota where they. Hmm. I shouldn't even be this concerned. I grew up in an era where most every house had an incinerator. That's how you yeah. got rid of stuff. I remember ours on Juno Avenue. Wasn't that dreadful? Yes, it was. And, and burned garbage? Well, and you know, the consciousness raising was way ahead of the curve. Uh, long before Al Gore said we're all going to die, uh, we, we realized that these incinerators must not be a very good idea. Because they disappeared long before the uh, oh. the Al Gore acolytes. Yes, I, and I vividly remember when the incinerator was running, or maybe two or three down the block, after a nice fresh snowfall, mm-hmm. what would you have? Soot. Yes. Yeah, I mean, not chunks, but you could see <laughs> the soot settling on the snow. Oh, I distinctly remember that. And that's probably why, you know, you had to go down there and shake it, shake the ashes so they came down all the way. Right. It was... Uh, you know, that, those were different times. Well, I would imagine, uh, given all the chores that we have to do tomorrow, I suppose a fire uh, a oh. fire pit fire would be a natural way to end the day. Huh? A nice, nice cocktail. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Yeah. I, I, I'm on board for that part. I just don't want the fire. <laughs>
Yeah, nice. Uh, what would it be? What, what could you have? Manhattan. What could be a clean burning fire? Charcoal fire? Would that? What? No, maybe the Channel 45 uh, Yule, Yule Log fire. That <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Bring out that's a television. Cleanest. Bring that's out a television cleanest. and turn it to the fire Warm channel. It up hey, and... get the extension cord. Yeah. yeah. Well, in any event, no podcast tomorrow because all GLers are, are going to be working feverishly. Uh, a Creature Path Golf Course is remaining open, of course. I'm going to get one more weekend no, on that, it? That'll stay open till the snow flies. Okay. The flags are in, a creature path. That'll stay open till the snow flies. But I did notice a lot of guys when I walked uh, to the mayor's office today above the boathouse right here on the east shore of Spoon Lake, I did see a lot of guys laying up their cars. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Well, that's, if, you, if you're if you smart. One final wash, and then yes. you drive it to get all the water out of the seams. That's what we do. Do you, you lose more golf balls with all the leaves on the ground? Yes. Okay. Yes. That's too bad. That's good for me, though, because I like finding golf You balls. do. I have places at Creature Path that I call my honey holes. Your honey holes. Mm-hmm. And that, see, that uh, fall, the leaves falling, if I were to play golf on uh, normally, would be, um, this, the leaves falling, would tell, that would be time to tell me to stop playing golf. Well, plus you get the leaf rule. You know, yeah, you but I don't want to waste all my time looking for. I don't. I don't. I don't. I haven't bought a ball in five years. Every ball I play with, I've found. I got initials on balls from everybody in town. Golf balls. Ew, thank you. Yep. <laughs> what is your handicap Did he just now? agree with me? Huh? Yeah, he did. Yeah. I, I'm not yes. revealing that publicly. My game uh, currently is not fit for public consumption. I've taken myself out of a few events. Is really? one of the I balls... have to re I have to completely reinvent my game. Is... Why? What doesn't your handicap help you? If you're a of course it does. twenty handicap, you can play lousy golf, right? Is That's be- an excuse. Is it because you didn't play as much this summer? I did not play enough this summer. Oh, okay. Did not play enough. Did you uh, and I'm convinced, seriously, uh this morning I was at the eye doctor for real. Yeah. I'm gonna get cataract surgery. Which, which is due now. Uh, he can no longer help me with additional eyeglasses. Okay, help and me. And I'm, I'm, I swear to God, I'm convinced that that has, a, that has had a role in the decline of my game. I don't doubt that for a second. Because I think what's happened is I've developed this terrible habit of looking up, and I think I'm looking up. Uh, you've had that for quite a long time. I've played golf a few no, years ago. No, no, you were looking up no. Back then. I've never been really good, but I've never been this bad. And I'm convinced that I've been looking up in some vain attempt to see if I can follow where the ball goes, knowing perfectly well I can't see it. I think you just need to stop yelling double farts every time you hit a a bad like Spalding in yeah. Caddyshack. Yeah. Uh, explain to me cataracts. They're they're. I think as you get older, uh, a cloudy hardness develops over the lens of the eye, and that is removed and replaced with a lens that uh, hopefully restores, in my case, long distance vision. And that's that's is permanent. Well, yeah. So when you go, they do one eye at a time. A lens, like a contact lens. It's a, it's a, uh, yeah. It's I haven't a, had a to go corrective through this lens that goes in. in uh, I don't know. They're performing miracles as far as. So I'm it's concerned. almost like getting LASIK, basically. I have no idea. Yeah. I don't know what LASIK is. LASIK is you know eye corrective surgery, so you don't have to use contact lenses and. I've glasses. never used contact lenses. Well, and ironically, uh, what's probably going to happen is I will return to using drugstore cheaters. Right now. I no longer need drugstore cheaters. I can see perfectly close up. It's I, long distance. I know, Spaz, because every time you look and see what time it is, you mm-hmm. are you're holding on, up the glasses. I gotta put on my glasses. But you hold them, you hold them far away from your face and <laughs> squint one and close one eye. Yeah, well, you know what? That's getting fixed. 
flashlight? Check. Tool belt? Check. Attitude? Check. He's going in. Joe Suchere. Well, as anticipated, the divorce records of the uh, of Keith and Kim Ellison show no abuse by Ellison. Uh, I'm pleased to hear that. Mm-hmm. Well, in fact, she might have been abusive towards him. Uh, the fact remains that that Karen Monahan uh, Monahan claims to have medical evidence of of abuse. I I don't know why that isn't being acted upon. Maybe it has been. Okay. Uh, in any event. Uh, this was the much-anticipated release of the divorce records. Uh, Ellison's the uh, Democrat candidate for attorney general uh, running against Doug Wardlow, who is the Republican candidate for attorney general. Uh, in a statement on Wednesday, Keith Ellison described his marriage as a storybook one until the onset of Kim Ellison's multiple sclerosis and major depression at a news conference on Tuesday to explain why she wanted to keep the divorce papers uh, private Kim Ellison also talked about suffering depression following her medical diagnosis. Uh, I attribute the difficulties in our marriage to the disease and my failure to understand it. Keith Ellison said in his statement, I was not nearly sensitive enough to the symptoms of her medical condition at the time, and for that I am deeply sorry. Kim and I have rebuilt a strong friendship. As parents to our four wonderful children, I am proud of the person Kim is. We are family, and I stand by her. I have no doubt. I, I have no reason to doubt his sincerity. Agreed. I wouldn't vote for him with your arm, right. but I, I don't doubt his sincerity. I don't like his politics. I don't like his ideology. I'm amused by the people who got all up in arms because Wardlow said he'd replace the uh, DFL attorneys in the attorney general's office yes. with Republican attorneys. And people said, that's playing politics. Hey, people, why in the hell do you think Ellison left Congress to run for the attorney general's office? He wants to highly politicize it. Right. That's, that's his only reason for doing this. He thinks he has a better ch a chance of taking a, uh, on the administration uh, as an attorney general for some reason than he did in Congress. So don't give me this BS about Wardlow would politicize the right. office. Right. The only reason Wardlow wants the office to be apolitical. He wants to he wants to respect the Constitution, both both the federal and state constitution. Ellison wants to revamp the office and use it for national purposes. That's not what the that's not what the AG office is. It's just a guy sits there and you try to protect Minnesota consumers from mischief. That's what the AG office boom. is. Boom. It's yep. a boom. Yep. It's a fail safe. Just a minute. I don't know what the, the, the release of these records, uh, I don't know if they'll have any impact on the office, uh, on the race. Uh, I, from what I understand, they, they really shouldn't, especially if nothing is being there. We still have a tight race. And uh, hopefully they can, I don't know, stay above water or above par to finish it off with some type of class. And maybe uh, Wardlow wins. An investigative report commissioned by the DFL party, which renders it meaningless in my estimation, right. concluded earlier this month that it could not substantiate Monaghan's abuse allegation, pointing to her refusal to share a video she said she recorded of a 2016 incident. And we all know about this, apparently uh, the alleged dragging off the bed deal. Uh, citing Kim Ellison's denial that Keith Ellison ever abused her, the report's author, Susan Ellingstead, an attorney affiliated with a law firm that represents the DFL party. Why should any reasonable soul buy any of this nonsense? Yeah, it doesn't pass muster. This is the uh, Fox investigating the hen house. Right. Uh, wrote that she could not establish a pattern of abuse by Ellison. 
The investigative report now is in the hands, okay, of the Minneapolis Police Department, which has said it would refer the report to another agency to avoid a conflict of interest in an apparent reference to Ellison's son, uh, Jeremiah, who serves on the Minneapolis City Council. Uh, okay, what is the police department going to do? Wait until after the election to refer it to another uh, entity? Right. Oh, after, yeah, we can fix it all after, post-production. Monaghan claims to have medical records that what maybe that's part of what the Minneapolis Police Department has in its possession. And as they say, they would refer the par, uh, report to another agency. Okay, I again, I am perfectly willing to uh, to accept the sincerity of Keith Ellison regarding his former wife. I, 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 I have no reason to. Uh, just think that was insincere. It sounds very sincere to me. Let's close the, the but that's book on neither, that chapter. That's neither here nor there. I, I don't want him as an attorney general any farther than I can throw him. I, I just don't I just don't trust. He's a Mysterian. Come on. He's a Mysterian. What's he going to do if he loses? Which is, at this point, is, is very possible because the race is so tight. I have no idea. I'm sure he'll land on his feet. He can practice law. Mm. He, uh, But... I have, I have no idea. Well, ho- hopefully we'll find out. Well, that would be the that would be the ultimate to, f- to find out. Mm-hmm. Did you invite both Wardlow and Allison on? Uh, yes, I did not. Why hear... would not Wardlow respond? That's... Well, we were gonna we we're gonna have them both both in. They would happily have come in with uh, with uh, Representative Ellison, but Ellison Ellison's people uh, refuse. And it's it's very odd because I have a relationship with the press guy for Ellison, who's a good guy and who understands Garage Logic, so he must have just been shut down. Well, Ellison's only going to go where he's tossed softballs. Well, right, exactly. Okay, but you're not, and it's not like you're going to be a complete bulldog. No, I'm reasonably right. civil. civil. Right. I don't even have the killer instinct. That's my greatest fault. It is. It is because that way you're not in somebody's face. And that's not great radio shouting somebody down. No, and I don't do that. If you're here, you disagree. You know, this this professor we tried to get on the other day, mm-hmm. Abraham from St. Thomas, yeah. who claims that uh, global warming in part is due to who you vote for. Uh, I had to. I finally had to email him back. Look, I'm, I, I'm a very civil human being. I would not have asked you on the air unless I was terribly interested in what you have to say. And to his credit, he's, he emailed me back. I don't doubt that. He don't, I don't doubt that. But this just won't work out. So I still don't know why. But, but the problem out. that I have is people, whether it's a University of St. Thomas professor, someone running for office, someone holding a, a position in office, someone in, in the higher ranks of education, they can just go out, say outlandish things, and there's no accountability whatsoever because they know there's going to be a certain delegation of people that are just going to eat up the crap they're spewing out. And that's the problem that I have. There's no accountability whatsoever. No, well, all I can do is ask, right? right? And that's the frustrating part is we hear from a lot of listeners, and it's not their fault, but they say, well, why don't you have them on? Well, we'd love to. Right. These are some of the greatest sleeping nights of the year, these fall nights, aren't oh. they? I love to even, even leave the window open a crack. It's a nice crack. backyard oh, fire. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you're thinking about a new mattress, will you go to my pillow instead and check out the mattress topper? It's made out of three layers of uh, designed to pri- uh 
designed to provide support, distribute your body weight for ultimate comfort, and regulate your temperature to keep you comfortable. And it's a zippered removable cover on the mat, so you can wash that. And uh, so, to, you know, you're going to spend thousands of dollars on a new mattress. You can rejuvenate your mattress with a MyPillow mattress topper. MyPillow mattress toppers have a 10-year warranty, 60-day money-back guarantee, seven sizes. Mike Lindell is also extending a special offer to GL Podcast listeners now through December 31st. You can save 30% on any size MyPillow mattress topper and get two MyPillows, the regular MyPillows, when you en- for free when you enter the promo GL at checkout. 30% off on two standard MyPillows you can't lose. Go to MyPillow.com. Click on the mattress topper button on the homepage and enter the promotional code GL at checkout. Sleep better soon. Uh, we have a big problem in the trans community coming up. No. Not like a sleeping problem. Not a, not a mattress Like light problem. rail? No, no. No, you'll just have to stay tuned. It's the end of the world as we know it. And he feels fine. Joe Suchere. I've seen this story. Uh, Stu, emailer Stu, wanted me to be aware of it. Uh, we knew it would happen. They have been windmilled. Next will be swimming, tennis, and other individual sports. Uh, he's referring to a transgender bicycle champion. And uh, um. we're going right to the heart of the, uh, of the reporting that would detail this, the best net cycling magazine. Uh, Rachel McKinnon becomes the first transgender woman to win track title. McKinnon took home the rainbow jersey at the UCI Masters Masters Track Cycling World Championships in Los Angeles. I guess she is a doctor. There's a picture of her here. Mm -hmm. And again, that's terribly uncharitable of me to... Yeah, you might want to just maybe with. Well, let's put it this way. Not a perfect let's science. Let's put it this way. Still. Let's put it this way. What? This Dr. Rachel McKinnon is a very large and muscular and powerful looking person. Okay. All right. That's a good way to describe it. Uh, McKinnon, who races both on the track and on the road, won the women's uh, age 35 to 44 sprint during the UCI Masters Track Cycling World Championships in L.A. on Sunday. Dr. Rachel McKinnon was born a biological male but identifies as a trans woman and is a campaigner for trans rights. Uh, Many have congratulated the Canadian, who also is an assistant professor of philosophy, oh, that kind of doctor, on her win, but the victory has also prompted negative response from some. The third-place finisher in the sprint, Jennifer Wagner, took took to Twitter to call the result not fair. Uh, And then Dr. Rachel McKinnon tweeted back, third-place Jennifer Wagner claims it's unfair for me to compete at Masters World. She beat me in the 500. She beat me in six of seven races at the 2017 Intelligentsia Cup. Uh, she's won 11 of our 13 races, and it's unfair. Excuse me. Uh, McKinnon posted on Twitter after the win, this is what the double bind for trans women looks like. When we win, it's because we're transgender and it's unfair. When we lose, no one notices. Well, I'm noticing your picture, Doctor, and you look Hello. you look terribly... Powerful. Right, like you're capable. Uh, replying to a tweet by Katie Hopkins, runner-up, Jennifer Wagner said, I was the third-place rider. Definitely not fair. 
And then we get the more news that McKinnon said, well, you've beaten me 10 out of the last 12 races, so what are you complaining about? Mm -hmm. Transgender athletes have been allowed to compete in the Olympics since 2004, but under the requirements that they had undergone gender confirmation surgery and been on hormone therapy therapy for two years. What is, like, gender confirmation surgery? Is that, like, looking behind the curtain? I think uh, you, yep, we're confirmed. We got her. You got to go under the table. All set, looks like. We're good. <laughs> In 2015, these rules were relaxed. Can I finish this, yes, please? please? I'm seeing somebody under the tent like they put him on the NFL sideline. Can I get a second set of eyes Arch, over here? Art, get in here. Is this confirmed? You've got to see this replay. <laughs> Calling the field stands. <laughs> All right. Okay. I'm sorry. Here we go. In 2015, go. these yep. rules were relaxed to remove the need for surgery, and the athletes must have a testosterone level be so, before... Below, <laughs> shut up. Yep, shut you got to look below up. to find out, sir. <laughs> you can no way about it. You have to have a testosterone level. Yes. Below a certain limit for at least 12 months prior to the first competition. Athletes who transition from female to male are allowed to enter in male competition without restriction. But transgender athletes are due to... looks pretty real. I don't know. we got to get a second opinion here. But transgender athletes are due to face tighter restrictions by the 2020 Olympics in Tokyo as the maximum level of testosterone allowed will be halved. Oh, what, what, what are we weaving here? Mother of God. A study by Lobau University Academics was carried out after the Rio 2016 Olympics after concerns about transgender athletes having an advantage. After reviewing 31 national and international transgender sporting policies, including those of the International Olympic Committee, the Football Association, and the Lawn Tennis Association, the study concluded that a majority unfairly discriminated against transgender people, especially trans women. The researchers said there is no evidence that transgender women have a sporting advantage over athletes born female. Ph.D. student Beth Jones, who was involved in the study, said... Our research has also shown that these stringent and unfair policies have a negative impact on transgender people's experience of sport and physical activity, even when the activity is engaged at a recreational level. Uh, The researchers suggested that if size or strength of competitors is a concern, different sporting categories not based on gender should be considered. Well, again, uh, uh, looking at the photograph of Dr. Rachel McKinnon. What do you see? I'm seeing uh, a person who it, it, it does not shock me at all that that person would have beat females in whatever tournament this was. Right. She, she he, trans, yeah. looks very fit, muscular, and, and big, taller than she's pictured here with her, I suppose, second and third place finishers, stands a head taller than they are. So for the future— but the emailer, the emailer's point is 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 valid. Uh, this is going to happen. This is fated to happen in every sport that women compete in: tennis, swimming, and, and they'll track. be splitting hairs to figure out what percentage of testosterone or blood level. I, I don't. This is a really bad situation. And, and I am to gather, uh, and I. Certainly willing to be uh, corrected. I am to gather that McKinnon has not had the uh, the surgery. Oh, the confirmation surgery. Mm-hmm. 
Boy, confirmation has taken on a whole new meaning in my life. Right, it? yeah. <laughs> Let me see if I can establish this. And, and in reporting of this kind of thing, that's never, that's never really uh, explained thoroughly. What do you, what do you in mean? other words, uh, it would, I think it would be helpful <clears throat> to note that Rachel McKinnon has had the surgery and is fully a female now. Oh, in the, that, in the reporting here. Wouldn't that more validate her competitiveness with other women? Uh, I, would, I would imagine so. If you're so. hanging on to Larry, uh, you know. Right. You're hanging on Little to your, Larry. Yeah, if you're hanging on to your Johnson, what, I don't, what, you know what? It's above my pay grade. Right. It's above your, but that, you know, this is the new normal, though, unfortunately. But all, all it says is Dr. Rachel McKinnon was born a biological male but identifies as a trans woman. Well, what's to prevent? Well, I guess you know what's to prevent this? They're, they're monitoring this by virtue of measuring testosterone levels. That's what it's come to. Lightning bolts are now uh, crackling over a castle in Germany where mad scientists are, have test tubes full of testosterone. Yes, you can compete. No, you can't. What a, what a fine web we weave. Uh, you've got your sunrise, you caught a prize, you, you're making your Johnson, party nights, summer whites, you, your friends and your Johnson, hey, rooster tails, water trails, yeah. you, your kids and your Johnson, that's Whoa. right, Saturday nights, yep. distant lights, you, your girl and your Johnson, uh-huh, can I come back with, uh, <laughs> may I- Thank you for that. Yep. One of the I really best didn't need to boat hear. Ads. And I've asked you guys this a million times, yes. and I never can tell if you're telling me the truth. Was that really an ad? Absolutely. That was 100%. a legitimate ad. It was a television ad. So they, they would go to scenes of the, you know, you're, you're They'd go out on the, the shore boat. of Spoon Lake and see somebody yeah, water. Not, not only was it an ad, it was a beautifully shot ad. Remember some of the pictures they had? Golden Pond. Oh, man. That was just a motor, though, right? Johnson was a, not a boat. It was a motor. Motor, part, yes. I'm sorry. Hello? <laughs> Cue the mayor. And, He's uh, checking his Rinkin <laughs> or his cataract. <laughs> When we come back, yes. I, I, I want to tell you, you know, we're told by many people that uh, the greatest thing in life we should fear yeah. uh, is climate change. Of course. Uh, now, today, it. I'm not going to address climate change. The climate's always changed, and it always will. But I'm going to address what I think is a greater fear than that. Oh. Is that okay? A greater fear than that? That's right. I'm not going anywhere, brah. We'll be back with more Garage Logic on the podcast. Check it out. Of course, you're already at garagelogic.com or maybe Apple iTunes. Don't forget to rate it. We're good to go. We'll be back for more. Don't go away. You're one click away from more Garage Logic. Tell your friends and family about the podcast, please. Garagelogic.com.